You are listening to Keystone Stock Talk Podcast, Episode 55. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for stopping by. This podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.keystocks.com. Come back often, and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or on iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Keystocks and on Facebook or via our 24-hour streaming radio station, pennystocks.fm. And keep submitting your stocks via the usual social channels or at our website, keystocks.com, for our Your Stock Artake segment. And we just might review your stock in an upcoming show and let you know if it is a buy, sell, or hold. This week in our Your Stock Our Take segment, we take a look at Constellation Software Inc., CSU on the TSX, which is engaged primarily in the development, installation, and customization of software relating to public and private sectors. Constellation is a very well-run company in a Canadian tech sector that lacks big-name power and any real breadth of companies. Frankly, the sector is woefully small. A listener asks us if it is a buy based on a recent pullback in the stock. Our star of the week is Dirt Environmental Solutions, symbol DRT on the TSX, a technology-driven manufacturer of highly customized interiors. The stock jumped 18% in one day this week after it produced record Q3 results. Finally, our dog of the week is Guyana Goldfields, Inc., symbol GUY or GUY on the TSX, which is engaged in the investment, acquisition, exploration, development, and operation of mineral property interests, principally gold-related properties in Guyana, South America. The stock was down 43% on the week after the company revised production guidance for 2018 lower. The stock has cratered 63% year-to-date in 2018. Is it a dog or opportunity? I am flying solo this week as Aaron Dunn is putting the final touches on a new U.S. recommendation for our clients and a new Canadian growth stock recommendation for our clients as well. So look forward to those early next week. I'm going to get right into our Your Stock, Our Take. It's time we answer a question on Your Stock in a little segment we like to call Your Stock, Our Take. Buy, sell, or hold. That comes on Constellation Software. It is from William Battle who sent this in from Cold Lake, Alberta. Thank you, William. He asks, Constellation Software has pulled back recently. I like the long-term track record of growth. What are your thoughts on the valuations at present? Thanks for the question again, William. Well, Constellation Software, symbol CSU on the TSX, currently priced at around $901.00. Its market cap is just over $19 billion. What does the company do? Well, this company is an under-the-radar tech acquisition or growth-by-acquisition story in Canada. It was founded in 1995, headquartered in Toronto, and it's engaged primarily in the development, installation, and customization of software related to public and private sectors. It also provides related professional services and support. The financials... Um, Looks look relatively solid on the business. For a company that size, it is growing at a an above average rate. 
it, we saw a bounce back to this growth rate in the third quarter of this year. Revenues were up 19% to 759 million. Net income was up 21% to 65.7 million. And adjusted EBITDA was up 22% to 196 million from 161 million in the third quarter of last year. Our take on the stock Constellation is a very well run Canadian company. Is it a tech sector? in this tech sector in Canada that lacks big name power and any real breadth of companies. Frankly, it is woefully small and we'd like to see more entrants. Its CEO, Mark Leonard, continues to basically work his butt off and deliver growth. Not organic growth, but growth via acquisition, which is very, it's a very hard thing to do. Trust me, we look at a number of companies on a yearly basis that try to do this and fail miserably. Each day we see him waking up and looking for good software companies to buy at reasonable prices. He has refused to pay a nickel more than his, he absolutely has to, essentially. These companies are then added to Constellation's ever-growing portfolio where other cost efficiencies are squeezed out of them, maximizing profits. Today, Constellation boasts just over $19 billion in market cap, and over its past 12 months or four quarters, it has revenues roughly in the range of $3 billion. Now, when Constellation reports its earnings, management asks that we focus on adjusted earnings, which removes non-cash items, the largest being for this company, the amortization of intangible assets. As analysts, we can agree with this type of approach for a growth by acquisition related business uh, in, uh, such as Constellation. Now, Constellation continues to trade at, uh, or currently trades at 33 times adjusted earnings estimates for 2018 and 28 times its 2019 estimates. With a 19% growth rate expected in 2019 in terms of adjusted earnings, we see this as fair value to slightly overvalued near term. So over the next six to eight months, we do not see outperformance from the stock. But if we look two to five years forward, we would bet on this management team outperforming and see it as an option in a barren Canadian tech landscape. Let's move to our star of the week. From our stars and dogs segment, it's time for this week's star. Star. Our star of the week is Dirt Environmental Solutions Limited, symbol DRT on the TSX. It is well known to our clients as it has been on our focus buy list for the past couple years. Currently, it trades at around $7. Market cap is in the $591 million range. The stock jumped 17% Wednesday after it reported Q3 financial results and reiterated strong guidance for Q4 and the year ending 2018. What does the company do? Well, DIRT is an anachronism for doing it right this time. It was founded in 2005. It is a technology-driven manufacturer of highly customized interiors. The company combines its proprietary, very cool 3D design, configuration, and manufacturing software with integrated in-house manufacturing of its prefabricated interior construction solutions and its distributor partner network for sales. What is driving the stock? Well, record financial performance. It's just that simple, and we like simple. Q3 revenues increased by 15% to $96.6 million. 
Q3 adjusted EBITDA increased by 65.2% to $17.8 million. And adjusted EBITDA percentage increased to 18.4% from 12.8% in the same period of last year. So good margin improvement there. Now, DIRT posted strong results in its third quarter. Adjusted EBITDA increased to $17.8 million. That was 18.4% of revenues, demonstrating the leverage possible in the business within the manufacturing sales and administrative activities. While DIRT's revenue remains subject to interquarter, and it remains subject to interquarter volatility, the second half of the year has historically been the strongest for the company, and we expect 2018 to be no different. The company remains on track to achieve its stated adjusted EBITDA percentage target of between 13 and 15 percent for 2018, giving it relatively reasonable valuations despite the jump in its share price. That jump shows DIRT is at the very least doing it right this week, and that makes it our star of the week. Our clients received a full update on the stock this week as well as our rating going forward. Now we're going to shift gears to our dog of the week. From our stars and dog segment, it's time for this week's dog. And that would be Guyana Goldfield, symbol GUY on the TSX, currently priced at $1.60 or 76. Market cap is about 305 million. The stock was down 43% on the week and has cratered 63% year-to-date in 2018. What does Guyana do? They are a Canadian-based company engaged in the investment, acquisition, exploration, development, and operation of mineral property interests, principally gold properties in Guyana, South America. The company's primary focus is the production of gold from its 100% owned Aurora Gold mine, which commenced commercial production on January 1st, 2016. So what is driving the stock lower? On October 30th, the company reported gold production guidance was revised downward to 150,000, the range of 150,000 to 155,000 ounces, as grades have not rebounded as quickly as anticipated in the fourth quarter. That is down, that guidance is down roughly 15% from the midpoint previous range of 175 to 185 ounces of gold that the company had projected going into this year. Costs were also revised and looking forward, a revision to the life of mine production profile is anticipated. These are not good things for a junior miner and that is why the stock has tanked this week and is created on the year. Financial performance. Now, financially, the company is in a decent performance and continues to produce cash flow, but if grades at its primary asset are in question and the mine life is going to be downgraded or potentially downgraded, this is the focus of investors and this is why you see a share price uh, drop. Now, continued, the company had continued cash flow, positive cash flow uh, performance in the last quarter, Q3. Uh, and it's produced $19.5 million from cash from operations over the course of this year. Its cash flow in that quarter represented the eight, 11th consecutive quarter of positive cash flow. These are good things. company has a total cash position of $92.6 million on the balance sheet. Again, more good things. The problem here is... Uh, 
Junior mining is a difficult business at the best of times. And this is a company, again, that has cash in the bank and has been profitable this year, growing earnings up until it stubbed its toe in Q3, and then the market absolutely punished the stock. So I'm going to get on a little soapbox for a second in terms of junior and exploration companies. Look, if you want to put your some of your hard-earned capital into a mining and exploration company and gamble on these type of stories, go ahead. Just know it is very high-risk capital. The long-term track record of junior exploration companies in Canada is one of massive capital destruction. As a general rule, with real investment dollars, we would not touch pure exploration stocks or exploration stocks with your proverbial 10-foot pole. Even for the good companies, and Guyana Goldfields has some merit in this regard, the mining industry is fraught with landmines, be it lower grades, declines in commodity being mined, uh, declining production, lack of skilled labor, geopolitical issues, environmental issues, it's hugely capital intensive and has many more risks to be named here that can be named here. It makes it unsuitable for smart investment dollars. That is my small soapbox for today. Pay attention to it. And the next time your broker comes to you asking for you to pay up for shares in XYZ mining, politely decline or rudely decline if that's your style. I don't really care. The point is just decline. There are so many other good productive businesses that you can use your capital and at the very least have the potential to make your capital work for you. But the sharp declines in Guyana this week make it our dog of the week. I'm going to thank everybody for tuning in this week. Keep your questions coming in to our Your Stock, Our Take segment. Again, we're getting more and more of those every week. We can't get to every question, but the more interesting they are, Uh, on the better companies we can definitely get to those so send those questions in every week again i'd like to thank you for listening and wish you profitable investing